Blog Talk Radio. And believe me, 
we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to a John Party when he holds Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time to get into it. This whole week has been a hot topic. Well, we're going to jump into it. Uh, Papa Didi, you're up first. Kick it off. Well, uh, the first topic I have here is the Capitol uh, riot prompts Democrats to uh, in Congress to seek Trump's removal before uh, Biden's inauguration. Mm. A little late for that, but uh, anyway. Well, Washington D.C. Um, a riot in the U.S. Capitol, as everybody knows by now. We're going to discuss this a little, 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 little bit later. Uh, a riot in the U.S. Capitol body of supporters of Donald Trump, uh, as the Congress members uh, were uh, certifying the Electoral College uh, that particular evening, uh, prompted the. Uh, Democratic part of the Congress. I mean, if you ain't got everybody else, it's not going to work anyway. But uh, hundreds of Trump supporters whom uh, the president had urged to march on the Capitol overwhelmed police on Wednesday afternoon, you know, entering the building and trashing offices and doing everything they did, as we've seen on TV. Uh, people died. A girl, one of their, one of their supporters got shot. Uh, one of the police got banged over the head with a fire extinguisher. He died from his in- injuries and I think it was a couple suff- suffocation cases, from what I understand, and uh, just different hurt injuries, just all kind of mess, 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 mess. All right, the vote count uh, was delayed for several hours while the complex was uh, locked down. Police evacuated. Finally, the intruders, which was like three, four hours later, uh, a woman among the mob was shot, like I said, and uh, three others died, like I said, from suffocation. And the other one, the police, the police officer was also killed as well. Statement from the uh, Democratic U.S. Senator, a uh, guy named uh, Sherwood Brown, released after the uh, mayhem said a dark day in our country, urged uh, Vice President Mike Pence and Trump's cabinet to immediately invoke the uh, U.S. Constitution 25th Amendment, which removed Trump from office, but asked to go through the whole rigmarole of the uh, Congress and the Senate and regular jazz, and I think a lot of them are too scared to do anything, especially people like, uh, you know, your boy, all your, the usual suspects, we'll say, hmm. that the turn the turncoats, the the woman from Maine, and uh, the gentleman from South Carolina, and oh, the gentleman Graham. from Texas, and, you know, they all had interesting, all rosy red states are never going to vote him out of there, so that's the problem they have. And and now they're also talking about Trump uh, pardoning, him, pardoning him himself. So he's checking. He's paying big money, I guess. He's got plenty of money from the supporters who pay, who's paying for his way. So a uh, domestic terrorist attack uh, at the uh, at the Capitol, uh, as, as people always say, is the the latest turmoil, as what people are calling uh, domestic terrorism. And uh, as a result, uh, it seems like they're saying that this is all going to be part of President Trump's uh, crazy legacy that he has going straight from Atlantic City to the Apprentice to the White House. I mean, who takes that route? 
That's almost as strange as Ronald Reagan and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the way they got into politics. One was a movie star, a B B actor movie star, and then you had Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was, was a better actor, but couldn't he speak English, and he became yeah. the governor. Awesome, man. He became the governor of California, so go figure all that crap out. Anyway, but uh, we can open up the discussion on this here, you know, as far as the uh, – I personally think that trying to do something with him official right now, we really just got to stop wasting time. You know, today is the 8th of uh, January, and the inauguration is on the 20th, and that's 12 days. If we can't trust him for the next 12 days, then we really got a problem, you know. So, But there's no telling what he's cooking up, you know. So, Why don't they just lock him in his room for 12 days? You know, tell them what they're going to do. But right now, it just seems like, uh, I mean, the man knows he shot himself in the foot, but I don't think he really cares. Mm. You got something to mm. say on the subject, uh, Kettle? It's, ooh, our democracy is, is really has been shot down. And it, it's, uh, it's kind of surprising to see a lot of these reporters, white reporters, um, they've really gotten emotional behind this. And... Um, it's just blowing my mind. You know, us blacks, we're like, what's up? Because when Black Lives Matter started protesting peacefully, they had the National Guard and probably every law enforcement there was in D.C. And these white suckers, I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. But we all know what that is, black and white laws. If you don't see that it's black and white laws, you need to wake up, baby. Because uh, this stuff is real, and it's, it's yep. a scary thing, you know. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what explanation they're going to give, um, you know, about the National Guard, because the mayor put it out there. She needed help. And it seemed like to me, I I didn't never see him. I don't think they ever showed up. I'm not sure. So. Um, they eventually showed up. But on that topic, <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. something interesting, and I, I took a picture of it because I wanted to remember these numbers. On uh, mm-hmm. CBS, at some point today, they were showing mm-hmm. a comparison of the number of law enforcement officers that were there Wednesday versus uh, during Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were showing that on Wednesday there were about 1,100 National Guardsmen and hundreds of federal law enforcement officers. But back in June, Mm -hmm. during a Black Lives Matter protest, there were 5,000 National Guardsmen and 1,600 active duty troops. Wow. And look at that comparison. 1,100 National Guardsmen Mm. versus 5,000 National Guardsmen. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then hundreds of federal law enforcement versus 1,600 active duty uh, troops. Yeah, that's a stark difference between the rally or protest or invasion or whatever they're calling it from this week at the Capitol versus what happens Mm -hmm. during any random, just pick one, Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter. As soon as somebody Mm -hmm. said, oh, Black Lives Matter, they would, like, call out everybody. Right. And I heard people constantly saying, you know, at the Black Lives Matter uh, protest, if they had gone to the Capitol, they would have never even made it probably past the second step from the bottom. 
if they got for that far. Yeah, for sure. You know, the guys, uh, the people that were climbing the wall, it, it would have been just a, a, a shoot match. They they would have been shooting them off the wall. Like it was some oh, yeah. kind, of, kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, that would have yeah. been target practice. Don't you think so, Papa Didi? Yeah, it would have been crazy. If some black folks had started trying to scale a wall like Spider-Man, they would have been like, oh, okay, pluck him off, boom, boom, boom. Bodies would have been dropping, and they would have said they were within their right to do it. I mean, how could you argue it? But these people scaled the wall, got up on the scaffold. They would, I mean, they pulled down a flag, I believe. And then I, I heard one of the newscasters say that the police or whoever, whichever law enforcement body, that rubber bullets were used. I'm still trying to figure out when and on who. Yeah, right. Did, did anybody right. see the use of rubber bullets? No. Anybody? I missed that. There was no tear gas. There was nothing. Because when they... They did, they, they did throw some type of uh, gas or something out. They did. I saw that. Yeah, I did see some kind of smoke. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see any use of rubber bullets. Mm-mm. No. No. But uh, I saw an incident where there was a a, a, a black cop uh, I'm not sure what enforcement it was, but inside, he's going to come down the steps, check things out. He got three or four folks r- running after him. He, he had yeah. no win. I saw that, that as well. Was, yeah, that was one of the capital police. Right. I don't blame right. him. I would have run, too. When you see an angry mob coming at you and you by yourself, it's time mm-hmm. to touch tail and run. Yeah, I mean, um, also I, I saw a report. Um, I think it was Andrew Mitchell. She was talking about uh, what's the black guy that just won in Georgia? Um, can't remember his name. He's a reverend. He just won yeah. in Georgia. And yeah, I can't think of his him, name. Right, they showed him. Now check this out: kneeling in the Capitol, and he was praying in the Capitol. And it was part of the protest. No, 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 no. This was some time ago. He's in the Capitol. And I guess it was part of like a little protest or something, but he was kneeling in the middle and he was praying and they arrested him. I'm like, are you serious? Really? Wow. (laughs) Okay. That thing blew me. I was like, okay. So, like I said, it's sad. Mm hmm. It's sad that it's getting to the point that nothing is surprising anymore. No. You know, it seems mm-hmm. like things just go from like from the ridiculous to the more ridiculous to the stupid ridiculous, and it just goes from one level to the next. And you're almost to the point where I feel like it's getting to the point like the way violence is on television. We're so desensitized to it. It's like, oh, okay, all these people got shot. Oh, okay, they're laying out in the street, blood running everywhere. People aren't even phased when you see things like that anymore because we've gotten so used to it. And these kind mm-hmm. of antics, we're starting to get used to this stuff. You know, yes, it's it's almost shocking, but kind of not really. I don't know, maybe it's just mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I just kind of expect it- people to to act crazy. Mhm. 
And, you know, they're talking about the the Department of Justice officials is telling reporters that their goal is to identify the people, okay? And check this out. And in certain cases, arrest them in placeholder charges. I've never heard no such thing. What the hell is that? Placeholder charges. I've never heard of any charges like that as they investigate how they came to the Capitol and how much planning was involved. Are I they making up they're gonna stuff do anything now? To do. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So. I think so. But um, I don't think they're going to do anything with these people. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, they, they, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do a damn thing. That's the sad part. Well, part of the problem is that some of the people who were involved in rushing the Capitol are lawmakers. Mm-hmm. And now that they've been identified, now that one did surprise me. I have to say that one did surprise me. I probably shouldn't mm-hmm. have been surprised, but I did not expect that one. Uh, yeah, they, and then uh, they're going to uh, post it on social media. Are you serious? Exactly. They don't give a they don't give a rat's rabbit's ass. They don't care. They do not care. Donald yeah. Trump has given them the okay to do whatever they want to do. Am I right, Bobby? Yeah, for sure. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But how do you how do you go and do stuff? Do. But how do you do something that you know is illegal and you record yourself care. doing it and then post it on social media? They don't care. That's, That's the like sad part. They stupid on top of stupid. Yes, it is. I agree with you on that. That's why old school burglars wore masks because they did not want to be identified if you caught them on well, camera. Yeah, like <laughs> you said, old school. Like, now these dumb damn uh, robbers, they want to get caught now. I guess they don't care. Well, yep. one of those yep. guys yep. was from West Virginia. The West Virginia mm-hmm. lawmaker, his name, mm-hmm. and we're putting him on the kiss it list, State Delegate Derek Evans was among lawmakers from at least seven different states who came to Washington just for these demonstrations. And he mm-hmm. was in the crowd. He was wearing a helmet, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. joined in with the people screaming and pushing their way into the building and live streamed himself doing it. Mm, 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 mm. Now, Don't how crazy you. is that? He's already yep. been arrested, and now he's facing charges. I don't know what the charges are, but the report is he's facing charges. Those charges I just told you. Oh, the placeholder <laughs> charges? Mm, yeah. That's all. What does that's that mean? Do you know, Papa Didi? A placeholder just means like, here, I'm holding this place, so it's like we'll let you know later. What are we going to charge you with? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's too much for me. It's blowing my mind. It really is. But uh, who would ever think that we would be in this time and age that this, this crack-a-lacky mess is going on? But anyway. Well, this All right. the, the one mm-hmm. of them from Tennessee, Representative Terry Lynn Weaver, said that mm-hmm. it had been an epic, historic day. And he told the Tennessean newspaper, I'm sorry, she told the Tennessean newspaper 
that she was in the thick of it, but she didn't see any violence. Mm. I'm like, well, what what mm. thick were you in if you were in the thick of it and you didn't see any violence? Mm. Wow. I guess I guess their, their violence and our violence is totally different, I guess. I don't know. There's two different types of violence. But, uh, you know, everybody sees things differently, you know. They really yeah, do. everybody yeah. sees, well, what what did Kellyanne Conway call it? Alternate, what did she call that? Alternate facts? <laughs> I think that's what she called it. What the Alternate lies. facts. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and some right. newspapers, mm-hmm. some of those, uh, I, I always mix up the difference between the left wing and the right wing. Mm-hmm. But some of the Trump lover papers re recorded the event as a peaceful event. Mm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what how how did you see that as peaceful? So you know, like wow. you said, Kettle, some people see things how they want to see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you guys tonight, if you guys got any questions or comments we were talking about, hit us up tonight. We would love to hear your comments. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press one. Press one. And get in the queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, and an event. Am I on? Okay. Am yeah, I on go for it. Is, uh, all right. Um, we're funny. talking about forty five. Um, Iraq issues a uh, arrest warrant for Trump over a drone strike assassination. Yeah, I guess everything else, uh, the capital and everything else is overpowered because I didn't hear anything about this. Um, Baghdad, Iraq issued a warrant for the arrest of U.S. President Donald Trump on Thursday as part of, of a Baghdad court investigation into the killing of a top Iraq uh, paramilitary commander. His name is Abu Ahmadi. The deputy head of Iraq's largely pro-Iran Hashid um, military network died in the same U.S. drone strike that killed um, Qasim Salamia at Baghdad Airport on January 3rd last year. So I guess they just have gone through the investigation, and I guess some drone that the president sent over, um, he was involved or he was killed in it. Um, it goes on to say an arrest warrant against the United States President of the United States has been issued according to the provision of Article 406 of the Iraq Penal Court. Iraq Supreme Judiciary Council confirmed in a statement on Thursday, adding that the investigation would continue to, quote-unquote, to identify others who participated in uh, committing this crime, whether they are Iraqs or foreigners. So um, I think uh, once Donald Trump, maybe that's why he, he hadn't been wanting to leave, uh, I think a lot of people will be happy here. But can they really do um, that? I mean, I guess, I guess they can issue it, but. 406. Yeah, I guess. I mean, once he leaves the presidency, he's going to be a, a, a regular citizen, but he will have security. So um, I'm like, okay, how is this possible? How? You know, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that one. 
So it's it's just um, Article Four Six of Iraq Penal Code. That's what it comes up under. Mm-hmm. So it goes on to say that the the U.S. military had braced for any possible retaliation attacks by Iran, um, which had filed um, fired rockets at American bases many times since the strike last year. But there was no violence on the anniversary of the attack over the weekend. So, um, wow. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I think people are just coming out the woodwork now. Because I know New York had some pending litigation. I don't recall. Mm. Do you recall anything on that one, Papa Didi? Yeah, he's 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 wanted all over the place. You know, he's he's got all kind of people that filed up. I mean, it's I don't know. You get to the point where you kind of get immune to the stuff because you know everything he does, he's able to maneuver, and, mm-hmm. and nobody has the balls to take down white folks. So therefore, you know, he'll always be able to manipulate the system the same way everything else. I mean, I'll talk about that a little later on on all that manipulation mm-hmm. crap and how people can't seem to take down white folks. You know, white folks was never prone to taking down their own kind. That's, that that was never part of the plan. It was always such a preoccupation with racial aspects. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. their unification was, their, their, their study and their teachings was always to say unified with each other because a nigga is the enemy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was what, mm-hmm. and that, this is what every, and this is not just white folks. I mean, you have to really, and it crosses over to black people too. This is how strong it is. It's a, it's almost like fucking Clorox, man. It's just vicious, you know. Because even now, now mm-hmm. you even see. I mean, I know black people that are racist against their own people, you know. And when I say mm-hmm. racism, I mean just they they take uh, especially black men. I I don't think the only people that can know the the plague of black men is just black men. You know what I mean? I think that mm-hmm. uh, we live a whole nother bubble. Our, well, when we open up that front door and go outside, man, our engagement in the course of a day, it, it could be so fucked up it's not even funny. I mean, the shit that we get, even with our own people, you know, how people look at us like the prejudgment and the, you know, it's just it's a mess. And and, and it, I'm just saying all that to say that it's been trickled down so far that the mm-hmm. lack of respect and the fact that black lives doesn't matter is just that nobody has ever had to give a damn about black folks. We was always the shit under your shoe, pretty much, mentally with people. And they never let us know that. You know, because they they act like they want to be around us because of the the entertainers, and we we always entertain their ass. We're fucking give them something to watch on TV. We're entertaining them in, in the movies and shit and porno with the Big Johnsons and all the whatever whatever the fuck they get off on black people. You know, and then they steal our ideals, our lyrics, our rhythm, our soul, all our tactics, everything. You know, especially a, a white guy that got jungle fever when he gets some black pussy. He got to get all his soul tactics up so he can be conversational to the sister he's trying to lay or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's fucked up all the way around. But I'll get into that later. Anyway, where are we with this? Anyway, anyway, y'all want me up. Uh-oh. You poked that bear. You poked that bear. I wanted to ask, like, I wanted to ask, what do you all think about all these cabinet people and, and 
folks around Trump now saying that they have resigned or are going to resign? What, what, I mean, but I mean, this late pretty much they're, they're they're acting like that they're they acting like they're separating itself from something they've been a part yeah. of for four years, and it's only right. how many days left. If you do the simple right. math, you know, twenty eight from twenty is uh, you know, twelve. Yeah. It's twelve days left <laughs> before they're gonna leave anyway. Because I tell you right now, Biden already got his shit picked already. He's already got oh, stuff yeah. picked, and he. Oh, and you know sure. what's interesting too? You notice that Biden actually has a real cabinet. Trump has had a bunch oh, yeah. of Muslims wow. up in there. Trump has had yes. a bunch of people he took. You know, I mean, his friends. I mean, you remember? You remember when the shit first started? People like Mamouche and and fucking uh-huh. Babach and Kapair, <laughs> Papai, motherfuckers from Ho. His friends from Hoboken, New Jersey, Ooh. and his friends from Bel Air and here from there. And all mm-hmm. these people that came along, uh, especially the guy with the thick, gray, crazy hair that was there first. Oh, uh, Stone? No, with crazy-ass Stone with his little... Yeah, Roger Stone. Roger Stone, but the other guy, the one that came in from Bannon. Oh, Steve Bannon. Bannon with yeah. the crazy, dirty-ass mm-hmm. gray hair, looking like you need a fucking shave <laughs> every day. Anyway, Ooh. he was a... This man was running a white ring, a white white wing news right ring newspaper. Yeah, he had a whole. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he was running a white supremacist. I tell you, let me tell you something. I'm like, how mm-hmm. is he up in the cabinet advising the president? The one piece of advice I can give the wow. black people is to start listening to non-traditional media that's not that does not have us in mind. Or does not take does not take us favorable, and you will see just how some of these people have become brainwashed because it's almost like mm-hmm. you know they're like Dorothy and, and 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 the other Jokers going to see the Wizard of Oz, you know they ain't nothing they can't see shit in front of them but the yellow brick road, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why they're mm-hmm. they're so fucked up because they're so brainwashed. If you I'm telling you if you listen to the guy on Fox what's the name uh Sean oh Hannity, Sean Hannity. And, and the other guy. The way they talked about this stuff that happened on Wednesday was totally different. I oh, mean, yeah. like, well, all this stuff got out of hand. They're saying this, 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 this. and then you listen to to the Don Lemon and and, and Como on on, on yeah. CNN at night. <laughs> Them two motherfuckers be putting it down. It be like, yeah. oh hell no. But you know, but when you look at the the guide on TV, especially on Xfinity, it's right one of right above the other. You yeah, go one notch up, you go one notch up, and there's Fox. And you listen to Sean Hannity and then listen to Chris Como. It's like the whole, the story is totally different. They're both saying totally different things. So um, it's amazing. I mean, Anderson Cooper, when he was the, the night that it all happened, Anderson Cooper, of course, was pissed. Anderson's off the chain, too. That's my main man. He has got to be the blackest white motherfucker I've ever seen. And he's white <laughs> as snow. He's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. This man has no yes. complexion and shit. I think he runs from the sun, right? The I think he does. He runs, runs from, from the, the sun, sun, right? He yeah. runs from the fucking sun. But well, he has got to be the blackest white guy because he has got so much fucking soul. I love that motherfucker. But check really this do. out. He said mm-hmm. these protesters have gone back to Olive Garden or, and he called out yeah. some other well, hotel. Hey, hey. And wait, the people got online and <clears> tried <throat> to light him up, trying to talk about Olive Garden. We're not housing people to do this, that, and another. And then fans of Olive Garden were like, what are you trying to say? 
about um, people at Olive Garden and well, this see, and that. You know, but but see, then, but, wait but, a minute, but, wait a minute, Fox, the, uh, Sean Hannity from Fox, I happened to turn to it that night, and he was on there talking about Anderson Cooper with his elitist um, ideas is making it seem like people who go to Olive Garden in this particular hotel are below him. But these are just well, average American we'll people. See, we'll but see. that's what CNN we'll see, is all about. Here's the deal. And I'm like, see, that's what you but got out of that. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let me just put this out there. And I mean this. This is why I hope I can live another 30 fucking years of my life. Because, see, the one thing you got to do is you got to think with your own damn mind, okay? Absolutely. I don't give a damn who you like or who you love. You have to distribute your own metabolism mm-hmm. on what you feel is right for you. I mean, I can listen I can listen to everybody. I'll go into a little bit of Farrakhan. I'll go into some Al Sharpton. You know, I'll fuck around with, with anybody, you know, uh, uh, Clark Dyson, you name it. Mm-hmm. You name it. But I'm never going to let them pull me away from the soul that I actually own of my own. And this is the reason why people mess around and, and, and get all messed up because they, they lose their soul to what they're listening to. And you can't, and this is what anybody, I mean, you see, even in the church, the church is famous for that shit too. I mean, there's some people that, man, when it comes to their pastor, shit, they'll go out there and wax that motherfucker's car. I mean, it's crazy. You know, and it's not, and don't get me wrong, I'm not putting it down, I'm not speaking on religion or being ill-fated toward anything, but you have got to hold on to who and what you are. You occupy the space that you're in, and you can believe and get knowledge and all that stuff from things like that, but but don't let nobody totally take your mind, because it's just, that's just a terrible thing to waste, man, and, and people got a lot, that, that stuff in Wednesday at the Capitol, those are the people that was totally... They believe in the they shit were following Trump. a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult because they let Trump get straight in there. And when you and you see all the advertisement, the flags and the the they had everything that you can have Trump on. Some jokers walk around with a, a cape like Batman and Robin and shit tied to him with Trump on the back of the with the thing tied. It, it was crazy. I'm like, I never knew that we had these kind of pockets in the world. I'm scared to death out of this motherfucker. And then lately you've seen people getting shot on the side of the highway. You've been hearing this news lately? That people just be getting shot? People got shot in the car or shot on the highway, shot on 95. There's some crazy stuff going on these days. And I'm just going to leave it alone. Where where are we at here? We getting all off. No, we just talking. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. Woo! I see some, I, I see some here. In one of our topics, I see some shit about Mississippi. We ain't even talk about Mississippi. We, we ain't got the fuck out of North, Northwest Washington, D.C. Well, we were just finishing up with the Capitol situation. Yeah. And then we were going to Yeah, in all actuality on that. And we group. Yeah, yeah, in all actuality on that. People just, quitting and all of that, just, yeah. Just, just be careful is all I got to say because... There is another entity out there that's walking the streets, and I would just not even bring my, don't even bring your black bag out, you know what I mean, out outside like that, because there's some mad-ass people, and they're crazy as hell. But, you know, but then let me say one more last thing. They interviewed a couple people in the news today, a couple ladies talking about how they were all peaceful and everything. Now, these two ladies that they were interviewing, and I said this earlier, and it came full circle. When they get back to their communities, the one lady was interviewing today had on a fucking fur coat. And she was in upscale Connecticut. 
saying that when we were out there, it, but yesterday, Wednesday, she probably had on a helmet, a backpack. You know how they were all dressed like little renegade people. But they go back to the suburbs of Connecticut. They go back to Kensington. Uh, what's that place called? Chevy Chase. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they get, after they take all that crap off, all that mess, and they jump in a little BMW, when they get off the airplane, getting back to where they're going, their BMW's in the long-term parking in the airport. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean I'm telling you right now, don't get it twisted. Them images, and then the, the white guys, before they go out there on that protest, they grow the straggly-ass beards and get all crazy-looking. So you have to, you see the ones that you've seen had all that old wolf, Wolfman, uh, yeah. Daniel Boone look. But, you know, then they can shave the shit off. When they get done, now they can go to work Monday morning and look like respectful Joe again. You know, you know, white folks look like a fucking like, you know, like David Letterman when he lets his shit grow. Oh yeah, it looks like a fucking animal. But anyway, let me leave all that. Like Father Time. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, that's a little food for thought on that. Anyway, let me let me get off my soapbox. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, where are we going? Uh, We need to go to break. Oh. Yeah, and I'm drinking. I'm I'm drinking milk up in this joint tonight. Ain't that crazy? Oh, my. I think I was all into some maybe brown liquor. Maybe that's what's going on. No, I'm just, this is a lot going on that's really in my in my wheelhouse because I, it, it, I'm almost at the point where I've been telling myself so, that, it, that it's really just this vicious, and they really have satisfied all my suspicions on how, on just how they are. I, I, I know it. You know, they're a mess, and they know it. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back on the other side of the break with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and the Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with Find this cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the city on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914 914- 
803-4306. And you should too. Welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, it's time to hit them and quit them. Okay. <laughs> you okay. I know, right. it's hard. You guys ready? Yeah, I yeah it we're is. ready. A lot going on. All right. Um, because of what has been going, going on at the Capitol, Amazon, they're still selling Trump merchandise. After Shopify took down the president's official campaign store. So Amazon is offering hundreds of presidential uh, Donald Trump affiliated items to purchase as others uh, tech platforms. They suspended, um, you know, his merchandise, Um, you know, because of the riot and everything. um, These platforms have said, you know, we need to take the merchandise down. Uh, Critics called on tech companies to remove Trump from social platforms for his role in inciting the violence. Uh, Shopify removed uh, accounts affiliated with Trump, including his official campaign store. Um, it goes on to say that Shopify does not tolerate actions that incite violence. Simple as that. Um, okay. And based on the recent events, we have determined that the actions by the President of the United States violated our acceptable use policy. So, uh, as of uh, they said Thursday evening, Amazon still shows nearly 1,000 results for Trump merchandise, uh, like the hats, the flags that they used in the riot. So you wow. know, Amazon they don't really get some get some backlash behind this. Um, but Amazon has faced criticism in the past for selling associ- uh, you know associated with you know hate things. Um, so they needed to get it together. Um, they said also YouTube removed a video Trump posted um, amid the attack calling for the riots is uh, very special and spreading false claims about the U.S. election results. And uh, Twitter, um, they locked him out of his account um, on Wednesday for like 12 hours. So I'm not sure if he's back on Twitter, he's able to be back on there or not. I'm not sure. But, uh, oh, yeah. no, there's an update on that. They have shut him out permanently. Yeah, Thank shut you. them down. Okay. Good, good, right. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. So, but uh, they were saying like chief executives like of Apple, Microsoft, and Google condemn the rioters. So I guess whatever merchandise or whatever things he had on there, they they took that down also. Um, okay. Yeah. So good. Zuckerberg, he's just been his 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 account also. So that's a that's a good thing. Because he had gotten in trouble before, Mark um, Zuckerberg, uh, for doing some things. But uh, I guess he decided to act quickly, which is good. So. Well, that was good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Get him in uh, All right. Yeah, because I was about to get back on that, but I'm I'm going to move on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go and see what you need to say. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that uh, that that little video that he released, the second one, 
when he came mm-hmm. back and said that he condemned the violence and and you know that whole staged video that he put out, you know, not the first one but the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, from what the reports were today. He put that out because he was told that if he didn't condemn the violence, it could get him into some legal trouble if the word stayed out on the street that he was the one that was promoting all of that as far as the way that they stormed the Capitol. So that's mm-hmm. when he came back with the video and said, uh, yes, I condemned I don't know. I don't think he said it that way. He just said the violence was wrong. And people who con- who did that are going to pay. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but the day before you said, I love you. <laughs> what what did he say? <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah, go home. But it's time to go home now. Yeah, he, you know, he, he runs that shit. We have peace, but, you know. He runs it. He is the leader of all that cult shit, I'm yeah, telling you. He's he the said leader. Yeah, they stole the election from He's me. He's the leader. They stole it from you. But I love you. I'm like, okay, now you're going from I love you to if you did anything you violent, never, you're going to pay. You know what, though? With all that with all that action, they, the way mm-hmm. they handle that that uh, capital, if they think about some kind of race war, they're going to have to have a better setup than they did that there. You know, and then they carry a Molly Tock cocktails and all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody can do it. All right, let's go to Mississippi. Police in Mississippi uh, say that a two-year-old little boy who was left abandoned at a Goodwill donation outlet on Monday of this week has been identified and is now in custody of the Mississippi Child Protective Services. What is going on? The suspect, they arrested a suspect Monday afternoon. Uh, South Haven police received numerous tips, and with the assistance of FBI offices in both Mississippi and Tennessee, along with the Shelby County Sheriff's Department, uh, they were able to get a suspect in custody. And uh, let's see, that was in Memphis where they got the the suspect. They responded to Mm. Goodwill Outlet around 930 in the morning where they learned that a little boy was left with a plastic bag that contained a hmm. note and a change of clothes. What? It's a lot of desperation out here. A Ooh. note and a change of clothes and a plastic bag. A two-year-old child. So the police thank the public for helping to identify the boy. And like I said, now he's in child protective custody. I guess they're going to look for relatives and see what Did they can do. He so this, he was Kidnapped from his home or something, or it doesn't say. Yeah, it didn't say. Hmm. It says that they're working closely with the local authorities. They're checking surveillance footage, but it's an ongoing investigation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they don't Crazy. know who who dropped. Well, they got a suspect, but they don't know, you know, what all the background was and. I'm just glad the child is okay. Apparently, the child is all right. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. There's a God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. He's about to smack the daylights out at 45. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Get him in quill. What you got for us, Papa? 
Uh, let's see. U.S. fines uh, Boeing um, $2.5 billion following fraud charges that was tied to the uh, 737 MAX crash. And this is pretty heavy. Boeing has uh, been fined $2.5 billion uh, by the U.S. Justice Department had to be in uh, charge with fraud and conspiracy in connection with the fatal crashes of those two jetliners that went down uh, the Max's ground worldwide. As you know, back in March of 2019, they just started flying again, as a matter of fact, had the crashes oh, in yeah. Indonesia and Ethiopia that killed a total of uh, 346 people. Mm. All right, in March 2020, Congressional uh, concluded that Boeing promoted a uh, a culture of concealment and was uh, grossly insufficient on the insights of uh, the max development and the parts and efficiencies and the things you needed to get out of situations. It's almost like they were selling different. They were selling the planes by the parts, you know, well, not not by the parts, but as far as you know, things coming in a car. Some stuff standard, some stuff you got to get put in. But mm-hmm. they to get an upgrade, the stuff you need, like if you was having a downward. If the train is going, did the ability to be able to pull it back up? Some planes that would charge people less money to get a plane that doesn't have that feature, and it was just crazy. Why would that be an add-on? Well, I guess that's the way they was jockeying it. You know, back then, if it was, everything was flying good and people were buying stuff, then you ain't got to focus it. But now you realize it's a safety reason. That's why a lot of people evade buying a Volvo. You know, you think it's a boring ass car. That's one of the safest cars out there. You know. I mean, he ain't got the mm-hmm. style, he ain't got all the, he ain't got all the, you know, but it's safe as hell, yeah. you know. A, a tragic crash of the uh, Lion Air Flight uh, 610 in Ethiopia, Flight 302, uh, exposed all the fraudulent and deceptions conducted by the employees on a, one of the world's leading commercial airline manufacturers. Acting Assistant Attorney uh, General uh, David Burns of the Justice Department Criminal Division uh, wrote in a release, that Bowie's employees chose the path for profit over candor and uh, concealing material yeah, information from the FAA concerning the operation, and they sold uh, different planes at a premium or less than a premium for the things that was actually needed for safety. So that's that's really anyway. sad that they did that. They should have just bumped up the price of the plane, include the thing, and say that's yeah, what it cost. Well, that's what yeah, that's what they should have done. But they had it's like all, selling a car with no brakes and saying, well, if you want brakes, that's extra. Well, you know, a lot of these companies that are just doing their thing, like, uh, what's that one y'all called, a Ratchet Airline? Uh, oh, yeah, Spirit. Spirit and all them. They, yeah, that big yellow lemon plane. They just want about four or five Ratchet. planes real quick to make money, so they ain't going to be concerned about that. So, it's you know, you get caught in the middle. Just like when you buy a car, you know, sometimes you, when you go to a dealership, either you buy a car or the dealer sells you a car. That's that's what you got to realize on a Saturday morning when you go down to the dealership. Am I going down here to buy me a car or is this dealer going to sell me a damn car? That's the choice you got to make. Go down with the right credit and the right down payment. You can go buy a car, but if you, your shit's a little messed up, they end up selling you a car. That one in the back. That They're going to sell you the one that they want you to have. Exactly. That's how oh, okay. Works. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the hit it and quit it headlines. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Are we going right into the cocktail of the week, or do we need to take a commercial break? I think we it's need a cocktail choice. right now. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Strong. 
All right. We're going to give it back it's, to Kettle, who's going to give okay. us the cocktail of the week, 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 week. All right. It's called the uh, Red Keep Cocktail. Our ingredients, uh, of course, red, but we're going to go with uh, Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> it's going to uh-huh. be 0.5 ounces of Johnny Walker Black label, 0.5 ounces of Johnny Walker, a song of fire, um, 0.5 ounces of um, Amaro, which is an Italian herbal liqueur, um, 0.25 ounces of honey, Three ounces of hot black tea, uh, a lemon wedge, and um, grated cinnamon stick. So uh, this sounds like something I can drink in the morning. So we're going to add all these ingredients in the, in the glass coffee mug, uh, grate the cinnamon atop the uh, cocktail, and garnish with uh, the grated cinnamon stick and the lemon wedge. And enjoy. So. It could be a, a, a morning wake up, or it could be a, a midnight uh, go to sleep. <laughs> so, okay. Whichever. And you that's prefer. called the Red Keep cocktail. Yep, it's gonna keep you all right. <laughs> okay, I heard that. All right. Well, the cocktail mm-hmm. of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Check them out at dchomegrown.com. And thank you, Kettle. For the cocktail of the week. Week, week. All right. It's down to you, Papa Didi. Are you ready for it? All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi. And what's popping? This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. Back to the Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for what's popping with Papa Didi. So, uh, Papa Didi, what's popping? I tell you what, uh, whew, man, a lot going on. But I mean, it's always been going on. You know, I just think that it's just sad that things have to culminate in order for people to come to their senses or see the real stuff or stop lying or stop BSing people. I mean, I don't understand how, just like I was saying how the how black folks were marked people ever since the beginning of time, going all back to slavery, where we never really was able to redeem ourselves as a full human. 
that now um, is at the point now where people have demonized us so much that they just feel like they can say or do anything to us or pay us anything or don't give us what we need when it comes to health insurance or the things we want to have and and our and our and our ready acceptance on things as well, you know, due to lack of no strength on some of our parts, you know. I mean, we're so sometimes we're so uh I won't say gullible, but we're so um patronizing, you know. I guess we learn from good people. Our our ancestors were always nice when it comes to, you know, during hard times, we're always smiling on the outside that we learn to pick that up to always try to be nice, try to be nice. But some people will definitely take your kindness for weakness real quick. I mean, real quick. I mean, real quick. And, and it's so interesting where people actually think they're getting over, but I always say trouble don't last always, you know. And And anybody you see or work with or what have you will act like they got the edge on you but they don't realize that their days are actually numbered because you're seeing their you're seeing everything they do. You're seeing everything that they do. And that's what's happening today, the way uh the whole Trump situation was allowing people to white folks to roll in a different manner and act like, you know, he's able to get I don't know whether it's the money or the whatever, like the, the new girl for the uh the press secretary for Trump. That little, that blonde. Yeah, McEnany. Yeah, whatever her name is. She goes out there on the microphone and just talks. So, I, you, you flipped it. People talk like Trump is looking right in their face when they talk about him or talking in his favor. It's like they know he's listening and they don't want to make a mistake. Like the 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 Dalai Lama is listening. You know what I mean? And everybody's like that. You know, it's when people on CNN talking heads. The ones that are here to support Trump, they they talk so, you know, like Trump is right there in their ear or something. And I'm like, damn, do you have any mind of your own at all? And it's just scary. It's scary. Even the guy, one dude, Ron uh, Santorum. Now, this man was only, he was a senator for like five minutes, okay, and he got his ass whooped. So now he's a CNN contributor. Now, he sits up there in a room with other people, you know, what's his name, Van... Uh, Van Jones. Van Jones, and, and, uh, and Van Jones be trying to side with him a little bit just so he don't feel like a, a complete piece of shit. So Van Jones sides with him and everybody, and but Santorum is almost like the last Mohican of the Republicans. So when they do all the talking up there, he's the only one that's got the Republican view and he's got to say, well, I really don't think he really uh, meant that. Like, oh, well, uh, I'm like, wow. I'm like, the man is shit in his pants. You going to smell it and say that's not shit? You know, it, this is how obvious it is. It's like, what the hell? What are you saying? Why do you expect us to believe the crap that, and it's almost like when the camera goes to the next person, the person saying, Phew, I'm glad they ran, you know, went by me now because I'm fresh out of lies. I mean, it's just, it's so scary. It's so scary. I mean, I just, I just don't know what to say. It's, you know, and, and the other thing I want to focus on is the fact that it, it's become evident, but, you know, they did lose a couple of people doing that riot, but it seemed like when it comes to the cops, they just don't have the capability of, of shooting their own. They, they, it's, it just seemed like cops cannot shoot white people, you know, at least not in a public sense like that there. They would run first, turn around and run first, but, 
When it comes to black people, we have seen with our young black men that are unarmed, as soon as they raise their fists or, or raise their hands or act like they're going to be aggressive or like but the one person that comes to mind on where this guy was literally scared of this young boy was Michael Brown. Mm. You know, they talk a lot about um, different people. Everybody has their time in the, in the, in, you know, in the, the, the proverbial, you know, sad limelight of their, their untimely death and their the crap that happened to them. But I just can't get over Michael Brown, man. Michael Brown was a was a young boy that was just big for his age, you know, and I just think literally that he scared the shit out of that cop. And that cop couldn't do shit else but shoot him. Little dude, little cop. And got into something with Michael Brown and even Michael Brown flexed or whatever he did or said, you know, just shot his ass and shot him so bad that he just died right there in the street. And they covered him up. And how long was he there? Two hours? Three hours? Waiting for the coroner to get there? This was the foulest shit that I've ever seen. And then it just went on and on and just trickled down from there and went all over the place with with Trayvon Martin and just, just all over the place. All over the place. And it's just interesting. which shows the evidence, like I was saying before, about black men in the course of the day when they walk out the front door. You just never know. Everybody's been prone since they were little kids, since the beginning of time, be successful, go to America, get what you can get, be successful as you can be, but stay away from black people. Stay away from black people. Middle Eastern motherfuckers tell their children. Filipinos tell their children. You know, Ethiopians tell their children. Everybody tells their fucking children. Then then you got Ethiopians and you got different Africans. Some of them think they're not, I am not black. I am African. I am not black. They only want to list themselves as a black American, and they're fucking darker than me. And I'm like, well, what the hell are you if you're not black? I mean, it's just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable, the separation. And now, in lieu to that, now, you know, white folks have just, like, taken on this whole pack of wolves thing that they got going on. It's just, I'm just so blessed. That Biden has come in with a with a, a sad with a with a nice you know laid back disposition. Something's going to hopefully wake up other people. I don't know if it's going to shake the cult because I think they need a lot of penicillin to cure these motherfuckers. But you know, but uh, it's it's interesting. But I, I'm just hoping I'm pulling for Biden. I'm pulling for you know Miss Harris to to step in. And I and I like the way the Pence went out at the end. You know what I mean? He just told Trump that, yo, man, you hired me to do a job. You know, I'm vice president. So let's just hope going forward that uh, some of this could be subsided. But still watch yourself out there because there's a lot of crazy asses out there. That's all I got to say. Okay, man. Wow. Numbers are built. All right. Man, that was a lot in that package. I'm going to need another one of them drinks. But you know what I will say on to, to piggyback on that, as much as I mm-hmm. have disliked Pence, I will give him his props for the way he handled himself in the midst of all this stupidity. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it was Pence who actually made the final call to get the guard out. But he was in Not that. Trump. But he was in that capital too. Oh yeah. Happened. He was in there. When it happened. He and felt the terror. They were all scared. The noise. They were all right. He felt the fear of everybody in there. And Trump did not he send out the guard 
Pence had to get connected with folks to get the National Guard out, but then Trump turned around and released that other video talking about, mm -hmm. I immediately sent out the National yeah, Guard. Yeah, sure you did. I'm like, when will the lives stop? Yeah. that that ha I'm going to say right now, I can honestly say, looking at that stuff on Wednesday, I can honestly say that that, that, uh, that capital, and I'm, I'm just speaking hypothetically, that that capital was attacked around 3:15, and I don't think that the National Guard showed up till about 5:30, mm -hmm. a little bit before the curfew went into effect. They had a DC police there in the meantime, and they were just assembling because they wanted to make sure they had the right amount of people to do what they had to do. But 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 getting mm -hmm. back to what we we're saying about uh, Pence being in the building, anybody I'll tell you right now, uh, the the Capitol being a hollow house. You know, a big building, mm -hmm. any place that's hollow, mm -hmm. you know you're going to hear noise when it's being penetrated, right? Yeah, that's right. true. The echoes in the walls mm -hmm. and the echoes. In the, and then when some foreign people come in there, the way they was walking through the rotunda area. And they were screaming where people and yelling. Lay in, people, what they call people lay in state where they've had right. caskets in that room because the girl was crying, uh, Jenna Bush. You know, she said she kissed her grandfather goodbye in there, and yeah. different people said that, uh, what's the name's father was in there, um, McCain, yeah. and everybody, you know. And, everybody, you lays in state is in and that they said, wow, that was, that was where my father, my grandfather was laid to rest. And they walking through all dirty with flags and They disrespected you know, that place. Oh, they my just God. Degraded, they were dirty as hell. They were dirty. the Capitol. Yeah, oh, they were the Capitol. Boots and sloppy boots and smell like beer and whiskey and. But then when they started climbing all up on the statues, oh man! They put MAGA hats on the statues. Yeah, there was Trump a there was a flag. hat on one of the statues. I'm like, he put a Trump flag in the hand of a statue. Of a, one of the statues. And then got up there and put his arm around it and took a I'm picture. I'm like, this. It's, it's, I was like, wow. And then what, what gets me too is like, when you've done all that, you. I want to ask you now: Have you arrived? I mean, is it? What do you mm. feel like this is? Where do you feel like this mm. is in your quest to be yeah. what? Where, what did you mm. achieve? You know, the best Nothing. cult member, Nothing. I guess. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, the crazy part about I was gonna say the crazy part about what you guys saying is, you know, those red ropes that divide or keep try to keep you in line or keep you on a certain area. Yeah. Right. They said they never they they said they never disrupted that. Yeah, I saw them walking through those. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Maybe because they they went in there and they saw it was such a a size a a, a single file aspect in there that they stayed. That uh, one uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about that. Said that the only thing that was early about them is that they stayed inside the velvet ropes. Right. I think uh, it made them feel like celebrities or something. Yeah, it was it, it was crazy. That was crazy. Then one black guy that was walking through there was a little crazy. Oh ass. yeah. Well, one black guy out of all of them, I'm like my man. I think the, the 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 real gut punch for me, well, one of them, was the man walking through there with that oversized Confederate flag. I was mm. done when I saw that. Mm -hmm. I said, "Now you have gone too far." I mean, they had already sure. gone too far, but that to me was too too far. Mm. Mm. See, that lets you know right. some people, that's really where they are. Their mentality yeah. is roll back the days when we mm -hmm. were running everything, calling the shots, and you folks knew how to stay in your place. That's what they want. But that's not what they're going to have. 
All right. Uh, false said that uh, Van Esky, who was uh, covered in mud, cuts insect bites, explained that he had uh, been lost for four days, survived by eating snails, and used his clothes for bait. And um, and, and for bait and, and pieces along the way to uh, bait the snails. It didn't make sense to us. He said, <laughs> referring to the explanation that he notified. And he had a nest made up in a tree where he'd been sleeping at, laying there. And, uh, a nest? Yeah, where he was like 36 inches away from crocodiles in the water. And just just a mess. They took him to the hospital where he placed under police guard and was treated for exposure. Police said Vanskowski had been uh, free on bail after being charged with armed robbery, multiple aggravation assault charges, but he uh, cut off the electrical monitor and went into the swamp. And, oh, uh, that's what happened. Anyway, wow. I can't imagine <laughs> being up in a tree with crocodiles up under you, like, come on, fall down here. We're yeah. waiting on you. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. Right. You you wouldn't think crocodiles would no. to snap that far, I guess. I guess their beak is long, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Crocodiles are way forever because they got all they got all those frogs in the water. They just eat them as appetizers mm. until his ass fall. I guess they oh, had time wow. to wait. Mm-hmm. All right. Over to you, Kettle. What you got? Uh, all right, we're gonna switch gears and we're going to New York, New York. Uh residents of a Queens neighborhood are dealing with a squirrely threat. Uh, New York City Borough's Rago Park say an aggressive squirrel has jumped on them and bitten them in the past several weeks. Um, what? Michel- yep. yep. Uh, Michelin Frederick pointed to a bruise on her wrist where she said the squirrel landed on her and then sank his teeth into her fingers and hands. What are you, a vampire? So she goes on to say, we're wrestling in the snow and there's blood everywhere and my fingers getting chewed and he won't let go. So eventually it just stopped and um, there was a big bloody mess. Um, two other neighbors uh, told the um, the local station the squirrel had jumped on them as well. These squirrels aggressively going after people. Uh the city's Department of Health advised the neighbors to hire a licensed trapper, but the large metal traps have not yet captured any squirrels. Well, damn, y'all can't, <laughs> y'all can't do dumb. anything? Right, but I'm saying the health department, they can't do anything? So the reason for the squirrel or squirrel's aggressive behavior is not clear. Small rodents like squirrels rarely test positive for rabies, and are not known to have transmitted it to humans, according to the CDC. I ain't going to take no damn chance. Don't come bite my ass. Is this one squirrel, or the same squirrel, or is it a gang of squirrels? It says one squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do they know it's, it's the one same squirrel. one? Gang of squirrels, okay. I mean, I'm just so. speculating. Yeah. That, I'm not going not, But that's not usual. Squirrels don't usually go right. after people like that. I agree, but I'm not going in that damn barrel. I know that. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. That's wild. All right. Well, sure. that's the <laughs> that's our crazy weird news for tonight. Ooh, mm-hmm. good. Gang of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Quick break. And we'll be right back on the other side. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party. www.apajamaparty.com Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now. 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the John Party One Host Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. Your red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we got a red wine coming up, but I'm just saying. Uh, you can take it away. Okay, thank you, Papa Didi. Tonight, I'm just saying, you sold out for a piece of gold. That's my topic. You sold out for a piece of gold. So, the day after... Trump fired up his cult followers to storm and desecrate our nation's capital. He proceeded to hold a ceremony to distribute the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Now, I'm going to pause right there and say, don't you think it would have been in good taste to just cancel that ceremony given what had just happened the very day before? But, of course, he didn't. He proceeded on to do it. And I realized that receiving the Medal of Freedom, you know, it's a big deal. But to receive it from the traitor-in-chief who had those people go in there and destroy or try to destroy the nation's capital, do you really want to go and get a Medal of Freedom from somebody who has no honor? It just seems out of whack to me. I'm just saying, those people who came to get those medals for that ceremony sold out for a piece of gold, in my opinion. Now, the people, the two people I'm speaking of are the Hall of Fame golfers, Anika Sorenstam and Gary Player. These were the two two of the medal recipients. Uh, one of the other people, it was a posthumous, posthumous award And the other one, I believe, was a coach. Um, I think it was a baseball coach. And these two golfers, though, these people are highly respected in the world of golf. And we know that golf is a predominantly white sport. These are two white people. Like I said, highly respected now in the world of golf, at least until yesterday, again, in my opinion when they sold out for a piece of gold to hang around their neck. 
Trump really needs to be canceled. But, you know, that's something that the politicians have to figure out. But for these people to stand up there and receive that award from him, they could have easily bowed out of that. They could have blamed it on COVID if they didn't want to man up and woman up and just say, I don't want to come and get an award from you based on what you just did. They could have blamed it on COVID. They could have just said, you know, I, you know, anything. But they came right on up there in that White House, and they got up there, and they got that Medal of Freedom. And I just feel like you sold yourself. You sold out for that little piece of gold. And like I said, I'm not downplaying the Medal of Freedom. Yeah, it's a big deal. But when you get it from somebody like that, really? Don't you think that kind of tarnishes the whole thing? But they came to the White House. Now, that event was closed to the media. And you know why? It wasn't because he wanted it to be a private event. He didn't want to have to answer questions from any media. So Trump said, no, no, we're not having any camera crews. You know, the internal photographers were there because, of course, he was going to get his photo op. But he was not going to allow the media to be up in there. So none of them were there. But when these people came up there and got their award and shook his hand and stood up there and grinned and got those photos taken, I I wonder how did they really feel. Either you down with somebody or not. And to me, you stood up there and grinned and shook his hand and got that piece of gold, so you're down with him. You're down with everything he stands for. If you could go and do that the very next day, After he did what he did? Are you kidding? That to me says these two golfers, you have no honor and you have no decency. I've never met these people, but yeah, I'm casting judgment on them. I just feel like you could have said, mail it to me. I'm not going to be able to make the event or I don't want to make the event. So just send it to me. Drop it in a mail. But nah, they were going to come get it. But then... They're going to release a statement saying, well, we we are not going to stay and celebrate given the events of the day before. Really? You're not going to stay and celebrate, but you brought your white ass up there and got that medal, didn't you? You got your photo taken, didn't you? And then they're going to say, oh, well, we're not going to post the pictures on our social media page. Oh, like that was some kind of protest. No, that wasn't a protest. You didn't want to get dragged all over social media when people saw that picture of you grinning with 45. That's all that was. Just like these people now resigning 12 days before he's out of office. You're trying to save your own skin, but the word is already out. We know exactly who you are, and we know exactly what you did. You sold yourself out like Judas for a piece of gold. And I hope it was worth it. That's all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying. You sold yourself. You played yourself, and you sold yourself out for a piece of gold. And I think both of y'all are two pieces of crap. I'm done. And I'm putting both of them on the kiss it list, too. All right, that yeah. was a good one. Oh, it, see, they kept that so low-key, we didn't find out too much about it, but I found out. They were golfers? Yeah, Hall of Fame golfers.
engulfed. Mm-hmm. And come mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. out, they had been, they golfed with Trump in 2019. Oh. This is um, Anika, let me get her last name right, Anika Sorenstam and Gary Player. Oh. Hall of Fame golfers. They golf with, with They golf with 45 uh, in 2019. So they they had some kind of relationship. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I heard names. Yeah, I said that. Uh-huh, I heard that's your Anika. Boy. Yeah. See, this I just feel like somebody? y'all y'all played yourself. Who? Uh, Nika, did she used to date like um, Tiger or somebody? That name sounds familiar. Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. I'm I'm done with the both of them. You gonna stand up there and grin and get that medal? Kiss my okay. They're on the kiss it list. Mm-mm. All right, okay. that, that that's what we do. Put them on the kiss it list. Kiss kiss. Put them on the list. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're coming back with uh, Papa Didi. Right, we're coming back with Papa Didi. He's got something good for us. Come back with us. Living for the city. Living for the city. Yep, living for the city. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello. You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to John Party One. Who's Papa Didi? Me, Raquel. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Papa Didi. You ready? Yeah, I'm trying to find my notes. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's time for Papa Didi and living for the city. Okay. What's happening in the city tonight? Papa? All right, we're gonna lighten up this time. We're gonna get off all that Trump crap. Oh, must we? All right. This time we're going to talk about football. How about that? Man, they got some good football this weekend. If you ain't doing nothing else and you ain't got nothing else to do, let me tell you, they got football all weekend, three times a day, playoff games and everything has got to do with uh, win or go home, everybody heading toward the Super Bowl. You got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve teams playing. All right? And there's only 14 teams left. All right? So let me give you the scenario here. The two teams that ain't playing today or tomorrow is the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. They was the best all year, so they got a bye week. They ain't got to play again. They're waiting to see who wins between the 
the lowest beating the best and won no series. But here's how the games go. Starting tomorrow, 1 o'clock, got the Indianapolis Colts playing the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is good as hell, I'm telling you. And that's on CBS, 440. You got the L.A. Rams playing the Seattle Seahawks. That comes on Fox. And at 815, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what they call the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Skins. All right? And that's on uh, NBC, the Sunday Night Football. All right. Sunday, 1 o'clock, on ESPN, got the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. 4.40 on Sunday on CBS, you got the Chicago Bears and the New Orleans Saints. And the last game Sunday night on NBC is the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, like I said, you got three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Win or go home. The only teams ain't playing tomorrow Sunday is the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs because they got the best record all year and they got to buy. So, this stuff is all going to be broke down. We only got a few, a couple weeks left heading toward the Super Bowl, which I think is February 8th, Sunday, February 8th, I believe. It's 8th or the 7th, whatever that day that falls on. This the second Sunday in uh, February. All right, so right now we got uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 teams. We'll end up with six teams, and, you know, and then we'll be down to, you know, so on and so forth. Just want to put it out there. So, whether you like football or not, this is a good weekend to watch some football. So, who do you think is going to make it to the Super Bowl? My prediction for the Super Bowl is the one team that got the best record now was the Green Bay Packers. But I really don't think that Mahomes is going to do it this year because the one team is a little better than they are, in my opinion. It's the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. So, I think, yeah, September 7th, the Super Bowl is. Six o'clock on what, CBS? No, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I believe it's the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers are probably being the Super Bowl this year. But, you know, Mahomes, you know, that team's off the chain. They're always exciting. All right. So. Interesting prediction. Anyway, that's your mm-hmm. football for this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You, you, you changed that subject for sure. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Mm. He changed the subject, but it's still on my mind. I'm ready to uh-huh. jump back on it, but I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, I hear you. I understand. Mm-hmm. Get oh. away from it. Leave it alone. We're going to move on. Let's go on oh, out boy. to Hollywood. Okay. There you go. That. It's uh-huh. time for Kettle and the Entertainment Report. With the Hollywood wrap up, mm-hmm. wrap it up, Seattle, wrap it up. What's going All on? All right, got a lot going on. Taraji P Henson, uh, she's in the news. She, uh, you know, she has a um, show almost similar to Red Table, but she deals with mental health. So um, her her recent uh, thing she's been talking about, um, she opens up about lying to her nine year old son 
about uh, his father. Unfortunately, his father was brutally murdered. He was stabbed to death. But oh, he wow. said he didn't know how to tell a nine-year-old, uh, you know, a boy that, uh, you know, father had died and the way he got killed. So uh, I, I think she was carrying that burden for a long time until he got a teenager, of, you know, a teenager, and she was able to explain it to him. But, um, you know, he's 26 now, but, uh, you know, it, it, it took a minute for her to um, get it out. So it was unfortunate. Oh. Yeah, because... Yeah, because she's a uh, D.C. native, so she kind of grew up in the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the southeast area. So, uh, yep. So, she said now she has peace of mind. Um, So, that's her biggest thing. But at least she got it out. Um, Also, in in, um, other news, Dr. Dre. Unfortunately, he went to the hospital on Wednesday. Um, uh, he had an aneurysm. Dr. Dre, you know, the rapper, recorder, producer, um, he suffered an aneurysm on, I'm sorry, Monday and was rushed to the hospital. Um, on Tuesday night, Dre took to Instagram to post an artfully composed black and white picture of himself behind a mixing desk. Um, together with a message of appreciation, you know. Um, he said, thanks to uh, my family, friends, and fans for the interest and well wishes. He said he was doing great and um, getting excellent care. So that was, That's a good thing. But that's sad, though, that, that it happened. Um, they're wow. not sure, you know, right. where it came from. Yeah, they're not sure where it came from. It could be because he's under a lot of stress. You know he's he's going through um, he's going through a divorce with his um, wife of like twenty something years. So oh. um, yeah, so it's a lot going on. She wants like two million dollars um, a month. So he has agreed to give her that two million dollars, um, you know, a month. Mm. But as far as I know, she's still married to him. So hopefully he's going to get better. And, you know, hopefully everything is going to work out for them also. Um, but she filed for the divorce. And, uh, you know, from what I've heard, his past relationship, he used to beat up on a lot of women. And as I say, things come full circle. So you got to be careful. The things that you do in your past, they come back to you. So, you know, yeah, you got to right. be careful. Mm-hmm. Like a boomerang. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, unfortunately, here's another breakup. Well, the separation, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Um, they are supposed to be getting a divorce. Um, I know for the past year or so, um, they've been living separate lives. And it uh, seems like Kim has more or less decided, I'm, I need to move on. Uh, you know, because Kanye has all these issues with uh, his health and mental health and you know, I think he takes medication, but I think he doesn't take his medication. So um, she's, wow. she's working on moving forward because she, um, you know, she's going to school being a lawyer. So she's going forward. She's taking a bar exam and becoming a lawyer. And uh, she's working hard on, on doing something different. I guess after this entertainment business, hey, I'm going to become a lawyer next. Why not? So 
Yeah, work on the other side of the table. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, um, yep. So, yep. And um, also, one last note. Um, if you guys are not familiar with this gentleman's name, his name is Gordon Stewart. He's the founder of Sandals Resort. He died. At, he, he was 79. Um, he bought a rundown beach hotel in Montebay in his native Jamaica. And he turned all of these hotels, luxury hotels, into uh, sandals, as we know, sandal resorts. And his name oh. is Gordon Stewart. Yeah. So. Okay. And and mm-hmm. I have one last one for you. Marion mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Ramsey. You probably wouldn't remember her name, but you remember the black woman in the Police Academy movies with the high voice? If you I saw any so. of the Police Academy movies, the black woman that had the high kind of squeaky voice. Oh, yeah. She was one yeah, of the officers. Yeah. Very squeaky. Yeah. yeah. She she passed mm-hmm. away. Okay. Yeah, Police Academy. Yes, yes. I remember her. She was 73. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So those, she passed those, away. Uh, police, police Academy must have been, what, in the 80s or something? Mid-80s, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Early, yeah. early 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean when those movies were done? Hmm? You mean when were those movies done in the eighties? Were you talking yeah, about the eighties? Oh, okay. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. okay. All right, it's my Hollywood wrap up. All right, thank you so much. That was a good one. Uh, uh-huh. We're up to date now. All right. Well, let's see. We have time to take one last break before we go to the kiss it list. Shall we do so? And we can start rounding up our names. If anybody wants to put anyone on the kiss it list, now is the time to call us. 914-803-4306. Tell us who you want to add to this week's kiss it list. Uh, Call us now. And we'll do the kiss it list on the other side of the break. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to the John Party One and Who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kevin. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It's time for the world famous Kiss It List. Mm. Papa Didi, break it down. These are people that show their butt and um, I'll put them on blast, give them a theme song, and keep it moving. All right, who are we starting the list off with this week? 
Let's start with the bosses of the uh, Capitol Police. Yeah. They slept on that. Yeah. I guess everybody was on COVID lockdown or... Or they were complicit. Reduced schedules. Or they were complicit. Just saying. No, they were understaffed. I think they were still on holiday. It was too close to the new year. Some people were still on vacation. Some people were here and there. You never know. I saw complicit. That Capitol Police who stood there and took a selfie with one of the intruders, that looked like complicit to me. Yeah, but it was never enough staff. Okay, I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying I still saw complicit. Anyway... Uh, I want to add, of course, 45. Mm-hmm. He, he's mm-hmm. on the list. Um, those two golfers that I was talking about who went and got that Medal of Freedom, uh, Anika Sorenstam, Gary Player, you're on the Kiss It list. Uh, let's see. I can call out some of these people's names. The, the uh, lawmakers who took part in the Capitol convey invasion. You had uh Derek Evans from out of West Virginia, Doug Mastriano from Pennsylvania, Terry Lynn Weaver, Tennessee, Mark Fincham from Arizona, Amanda Chase from Virginia, and David Eastman of Alaska, Justin Hill from Missouri Whatever part you took in that, and you are an elected official representing your respective states, shame on you, and you may be facing charges. Lindsey Graham for flip-flopping. First, he couldn't kiss Trump's butt enough. Then, all of a sudden, (laughs) he's going to stand up there on the floor of the Senate and say, well... You know, enough is enough, and we just need to move on. And and and. My friend, my friend, my uh, he's my friend. I'm like, boy, y'all must. Ooh, he sad. makes me want to gag. Let's see, anybody else? Oh, of course, all the people who stormed the Capitol, who desecrated our mm. nation's capital, took pictures. What did Hillary Clinton call them four years ago? Uh, deplorable. Deplorables. Mm, mm. All you deplorable. That was a good word. Then she apologized for us. Well, year. yeah. I would have stuck with it. Uh, all those other media outlets who don't want to tell the truth mm. about what really happened. Fox. You living in an alternate universe or something. All of y'all, you on the kiss it list. Anybody else, Kettle? Russell Limbaugh. Oh. Nope. You guys have covered it all. Sean Hannity. Yeah, Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh. Uh, what's that woman's name? Uh, the one who told uh, one, who was it? Kobe or one of the basketball players to shut up and dribble? She's on Fox too. I can't think of her name right now. Oh yeah. But her. Mhm. She's on the kiss it. An education lady. What's her name? Oh, Bessie DeVos. Bessie DeVos. She claims she resigned, but she says she won her last check. <laughs> so 
Back to the John Party when he hosts Papa Dean and me with Kel. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And let me just add the police who shot Jacob Blake seven times in the back that are no longer, mm. that are not going to face any kind of charges, all of them are in the kitchen list. That was in Kenosha, wow. Wisconsin. But it, mm. I, I believe it was. That is some bull. Mm-hmm. All day Help and all night. Mm-hmm. I used to shoot Help somebody Help seven us. times in the back and you face no charges. And a little white boy that killed three people and he's, he's on Easy Street. They sent him money yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. He got $2 million mm-hmm. sent to him to uh, GoFundMe money. $2 million. Mm-hmm. He got a haircut, put a tie on, like a totally different dude. Remember he took that gun that night? Yeah. Talking about he came up there to help secure the, the city. Seventeen years old. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're you're not on anybody's payroll. Ain't nobody send for you. And you're not even so out of high school. What are you school. talking about? You're not even out of mm-hmm. high school when you come here with a long gun. Yeah, talking about you were there to defend a, a place that you don't even live in. Now, if that was a black guy walking through the streets with a gun, what would happen to him? Hey, this guy walked mm-hmm. by a police. Yeah, they waved at him. He put his hands up, and they, I guess he felt like he was a mercenary helping him out. It's just, I tell you, that whole white-black thing is scary, man. They just will not shoot their own. They waved at that young boy. Waved at him. Like, hey, what's up? Anyway, it's time for the last word. Mm-hmm. Whew. What's your last word, Papa D? That white boy in Kenosha, the wall-bottom white folks, is a firm example of what you're up against in this world. What you're up against, I'm telling you. I mean, they say Black Lives Matter. Then when you say Black Lives Matter, some white folks, they ain't got a clue what you're talking about. No, because they say, oh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I'm like, God damn, that went over your fucking head. You know? So, I have no comment around, you know, in society, anywhere professional I may go to, I, I don't have no comment. But someone try to bait you because they see how black and strong you are. Well, well, what do you think? What do you think? I, say, I don't really have an opinion. I really have an opinion. No, I don't have an opinion. I'm not trying to feed you with some shit. I ain't trying to, you know, stoke your flames. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. 
So was that your last word? That's my last word, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, wow. What a week it's been. My last word is congratulations to the Democrats for flipping the balance of power. I just hope you do something positive and helpful with it. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 all I, I'm gonna say right now. Mm. Wow. That's all. What's wow, your last word? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I was gonna say nothing, but uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, we got some work to do. Work has just started. Um, you know, I I just hope. Blacks in general don't think that Biden or Kamala Harris, they are Lord and Savior because we got yeah, we gotta right. all help each other as far as blacks. We gotta work together and be together and be united and because this man, I'm telling trying to tell you, this white world Yeah. It has really opened my eyes. I mean, you try not to, to judge black and white, but damn. It's hard. Yeah, it's getting it rough is hard. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's that's my last word. I'm just kind of speechless right now. Yep. Yeah. Words. That's pretty words much how spoken. everybody's feeling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that does it for us. We're gonna get on out of here. We thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate it. And, uh, gosh, just like Papa Didi always says, be careful out there. Mm-hmm. It's some wild ones, wild ones on the loose. So be careful, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i tell you a song I really recommend. If you get a chance to listen to it, you can pull it up on YouTube or anywhere to find it. And it's what we were just saying <clears throat> Is by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the song is called "Open Our Eyes." Mm-hmm. Great song. Yeah, that was a good lyrics. Open our eyes by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Blow your mind. And on that note, we're gonna sign off. Until next Friday, we'll do it all over again. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night. Say good night, Cattle. Good night. And this is Red Wine saying bonsoir. Till next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put some of us today. Put some of us today. Put some of us today. Party cool, keep it real for you.